0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who gives us himself as our wisdom. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, he and I were talking, and he told me that celebrating Christmas in his family was a little bit different. It was a little bit odd. And um, the reason that it was a little bit different and a little bit odd was that his father did this kind of strange thing. And uh, what happened with his father was that his father was kind of a particular guy. He uh, only liked a few certain things, and um, uh, and, uh, he knew that probably the people that uh, were in his family and the people that were his friends, they weren't going to get him the right stuff. And so what he would do when he would go out and he would do Christmas shopping for the rest of the family, he would buy himself presents. And um, and then he would go and uh, he would wrap up all of the presents for the family. And then he would wrap the presents that he bought for himself and he would put them all underneath the tree. And when it came to be Christmas morning and everybody was opening up presents, he would always fake like somebody else had bought him the present that he had bought for himself. And he said it was really strange because we, we at first never really knew which presents actually somebody else bought him and which present he bought for himself. But pretty soon it, it got to be fairly obvious because the presents he bought for himself were, well, the ones that he actually liked. And it's not that odd of a behavior. In fact, um, the nice people at Price Waterhouse and Cooper did a study this year, and they found out that 24% of people buy themselves a Christmas gift before December 25th. So that does not include when somebody gives you a gift card and you go out and you say, you know, thank you for buying me this gift card. I'm going to go out and buy something for myself. Now, it doesn't include that. It means that you are going out there and you are buying yourself a gift. Now, maybe you don't go through all of the trouble of wrapping it and putting it under the tree, but there's about a fourth of the people in here. Look around. <laughs> they know who they are, and they're feeling kind of ashamed right now, probably. And, and, and they buy themselves Christmas gifts. And the question is, you know, is it okay to do that? And is it all right to buy yourself a Christmas gift? And, and you know, uh, if you feel that it is, why do you feel that it's okay? Or if you feel that it isn't, then why, why do you feel that way? And it, what really gets to the, the heart of that question is, well, why do you give gifts in the first place? I mean, uh, basically, um, uh, you know, we know that the season of Christmas that is coming up, that Advent is supposed to be preparing us for. We know that that season kind of in our Hallmark Channel part of our brain, that it is the season of giving. And so can you give to yourself? Well, some of us say yes and some of us say no. Uh, and, and but realistically, when uh, you know we turn off the Hallmark Channel, we know what the season is really all about. It's the season of buying. And that is what we celebrate on Black Thur Friday. Now, pretty soon it's going to be the day before Thanksgiving as well. And, and we know that this is a season of buying. And so it makes a lot of sense that. Twenty four percent of people are going out there and they are buying themselves gifts because, well, it's not really the season of giving. We know that that is about as fake as Santa Claus. Sorry, kids. It's a very nice story. I don't think Ethan had a problem with that. the reality is that that Christmas has become this season of just buying stuff. And, And so the more and more stuff that we can buy, the better and better the Christmas is going to be. And then you get to December 24th or December 25th, depending on your family, when you open up those presents, and then you feel just kind of empty and hollow inside. Because there's a sense... To which that's not what this is supposed to be. And in fact, what we have done is we have become essentially kind of Christmas legalists. And if you think about it, this is what it means to be a legalist. I guess I have to really kind of explain that term that I'm using. A legalist is somebody who just operates with the externals of things and doesn't really look into the heart and into the wisdom of what those things are supposed to be about. And so we have become Christmas legalists because we have made everything in our Christmas celebration about Purchasing, or even about giving, or even about receiving, but those are still kind of the externals of all of it. That, that's why Hallmark Channel is able to tell you that it is a season of giving. Because they would probably not be quite as forceful in saying that this is a season of Jesus Christ becoming incarnate in the world. It probably doesn't have the same ring to it, but that's the internal wisdom of. Why we celebrate Christmas, which brings me to a sidebar about our annual focus this year. I mentioned this before the worship service, and I said that we were going to explain it a little bit more. Our annual focus this year is called Wise Unto Salvation, and it comes from some words that Paul is penning to a young pastor named Timothy. That's why it comes from 2 Timothy. It's his second letter to him, and as he's penning this out, he's, he's telling Timothy that uh, what he should do is he should hold fast to the sacred writings which he has learned from his childhood because in them he will find wisdom unto salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. And, uh, and that is uh, why the, the logo is what it is, that uh, what, what you have there is uh, the owl, which for some reason we think is a very uh, great symbol of wisdom. It's actually a really terrible symbol of wisdom because owls have really big eyes, which doesn't leave a whole lot of room for brains. <laughs> but I guess they look wise, so we're all about the externals anyway. We might as well be about it with our symbology, right? But so you have the owl of wisdom bringing us a lamp, a a lamp which is kind of traditionally uh, this picture of what it means to have the light of God, to have God's word. And, And in fact, Psalm 119 says that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And and so um, uh, what we're doing throughout this year is, is what we're going to be all about is figuring out the wisdom in the midst of the things that we do together as Christians. Because I think that we've lost a lot of that. I think that we have become legalists. And to say that to a congregation full of Lutherans, well, them's fighting words. Because we grew up, I mean, Reformation Day was not that long ago where we were like, yeah, we're gospel people, we're not legalists. But I think we have become that. And I think that we have fallen into a lot of this external junk where we go, yeah, we do that. I have no idea why we do that. Why do we sing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel every year? I hate this song. What is the key of David? Is that a note I'm supposed to hit? Good laughter. <laughs> and, and, and so uh, we, we get into all of these kind of like, why, why do we do this? Why, why, why do we uh, get together? Why do we worship liturgically? Why do we worship the way that we do? Why do we read the stuff out of the Bible that we do? Why did we have a super long reading out of Jeremiah, which you did a fantastic job reading, by the way, Pastor Kurzweil? And what does that have to do with, well, this life that we have, that we have been given by God. Well, actually, that Jeremiah reading has something to show us. In fact, that Jeremiah reading, hopefully, is the lamp that the Holy Spirit is bringing us this morning. And, and that lamp is uh, telling us this. Basically, what is happening in that Jeremiah reading is, Jer- is God is telling Jeremiah, your people are going to go off into captivity because you've all been legalists. You have not looked at the wisdom of what it means to follow me. You haven't looked at the internal and how this is supposed to change you and how this is supposed to change your life. And instead, what you've done is you've, well, you've celebrated the holidays. So, you know, good for you, but I'm going to send people in and they're going to kill a bunch of you. And the ones of you that are left, well, I'm going to take you away into exile into a place where, guess what, you can't celebrate the holidays. Because you've taken my holidays and you've made a sham out of them. So I'm taking you far, far away from my temple. And I'm willing even for my temple to get crumbled and destroyed. Rather than to have you be legalists about it. It would be like if God came to us today and said, well, you know what, here's what we're going to do. Uh, All of a sudden, celebrating Christianity is going to be illegal. And by the way, I'm going to tear down University Lutheran. It's going to catch on fire and it's going to go away. Because I'm sick of your legalism. Ouch. That that really kind of hurts. And and yet there's so much stuff in our lives that, I, I mean, even I... Take a look. In my life, when I go about practicing my Christianity and when, when I go about practicing my faith, then I, I look at some of this stuff and I go, why do I do that? I have no idea. I just kind of do. And I have become a legalist about some of this stuff. And you have been become a legalist probably about something that we do. You don't know why we do that, and you really couldn't be bothered to find out why. And so, we're we're stuck here with the accusation, the same accusation that the people of Judah had. Where you're just taking this stuff and, you know, we, we have this tree and we have these candles and we're wearing blue. And, well, what is all of this stuff about? And so, our annual focus throughout this year, what we're going to be doing is we're hopefully going to be trying to explain what some of this stuff means. Because I think we've lost track of it. And it's become very easy for us to just come and sit in on a Sunday morning worship service and to not have that affect our lives in any way, shape, or form. But thankfully, God doesn't just leave us with the accusation. And God doesn't even leave his people with just an accusation. He says, well, I'm I'm going to come and I'm going to give you my righteousness. I'm going to restore you. This is not going to be your permanent existence, just like this annual focus. We're going to do it for a year. It's not going to be your your permanent existence. And uh, just like last year, you know, I I knew some of you uh, looked at the gifted art and you said, I hate that. And I, I told some of you, it's just going to be up for a year. So if you hate owls, you just have to wait a year. And, but God says, I'm going to use this as something important in your life. I'm going to use this time period for you. And, and by the way, uh, after this time period, I'm going to give you my son. And you don't have to wait because that has already been given to you. Which brings us back to that guy who is wrapping presents for himself. And to you, if you're one of those people who buys yourself Presents before Christmas, which, by the way, I've kind of done that before. (laughs) Why do you do that? You do that because you feel a void. You do that because you feel that there's something missing. And maybe for you, you fill it up with buying yourself a present. And maybe there's somebody else in here that they do that by some other means. They, they do that by doing something with their sexuality that they shouldn't be doing. Or maybe they do that by uh, just hurting someone because they feel like that's going to fill them up. And, and what you find out again and again and again is that it doesn't. That that void is a really, really big void. And that it can only be filled up by God and his wisdom. And so instead of buying yourself a present this year, what I'd encourage you to do is to buy yourself this present. Open up your scripture, open up your Bible, just whatever, you know, and instead of seeing that as something that you have to do. See that as a lamp that the Holy Spirit is bringing into your life. Look for the wisdom that you find in that thing. See if it fits into your life. And there will be some days where you're reading Lamentations and you go, I have no idea how this fits. But just trust that there's going to be wisdom there. Because the wisdom is really kind of encapsulated in this. You can live with a void. You can live without having that drone that they were trying to sell me at Radio Shack. You you can live without that, I promise you. You can live without a lot of things. You can even live with this sense of waiting for whatever that is to be filled up. It's so funny that in a season where we know that people are going to buy us presents, that we feel like we have to buy ourselves presents because we just can't wait. Well, what if we did? What if we waited? And what if we applied that sense of waiting to waiting for the resurrection and for waiting for a day where We won't have a void anymore. Or as the book of Jeremiah puts it, a day where we will all stand up together and say, not a present, not anything else, but the Lord is our righteousness. Amen.